This week I'd like to cover an automated testing tool called Kiwi. Now Kiwi is built on top of Send Testing Kit, which is the testing tools shipped with Xcode, but Kiwi has more of an RSpec style and I prefer it. So we're going to jump into Xcode here. Now here in Xcode I'm creating a new project. I'm going to select a single view application and hit next. For the name of this project I'm going to just create a simple guess the number game. And I want to make sure that include unit test is checked. And here's what it generated. You can see that we have our project here, guess the number, and it has two targets, our application target for iPhone and a unit test bundle called guess the number tests. Now, what did that give us? If we expand the guess the number test group, you can see it gives us a sample test here. And it's just a simple test that derives from send test case and in the implementation has an empty setup and a teardown method and a test example. And you can run this test by hitting command U and it should fail because the test says ST fail. And it does. Unit tests are not yet implemented. So let's go ahead and create a, a different test using the send test kit framework and I'll explain why I don't like it here in a minute. So let's just create two simple numbers and sum and we'll just say st assert equals sum the number seven and then we'll describe our error message of what to display if it doesn't happen sum was not correct and if we run that with command u the test succeeds so why don't I like send test kit? It has the basics here, set up, tear down, and some examples, except it's got a whole lot of warts that I don't like. First of all, our test has to be suffixed with the word tests, and if it doesn't, then send testing kit is not going to pick it up and run those. The next thing I don't like is each method has to begin with the word test, because that's how it knows how to run all of these. And the third thing I really dislike are these assertion macros. They're really not very robust, and they can be a little bit hard to write, and sometimes they don't cover the type of assertions that you want to write yourself, in which case you're going to have to come up with your own macros and craft the error message yourself. And for all of these reasons, I, I think SendTestKit is just not good enough. So let's take a look at how we can use this with Kiwi. Now there's a good getting started guide on the Kiwi wiki, but I'm just going to get started here and show you how to do it. So I'm going to copy this Git repository to my clipboard, then in terminal I'm sitting in my project folder. Then I'm just going to clone that repository into a lib folder. Now that we have that we can open it up in Finder and you can see we have our new Kiwi project here. I'm going ahead and drag this into Xcode. Now when you're dragging it make sure that you get it inside of the project workspace area and not underneath the project itself. So we, in other words we want it as a sibling not as a child and that adds it to our workspace. If you don't have a workspace already, Xcode will prompt to create one for you. And now we have Kiwi, and that will build every time our application builds. Now we need to do a couple more things to make sure that this is set up correctly. Make sure your project is highlighted in the left side here, and select the target, go to Build Phases, and expand Link Binary with Libraries. We need to add a new library here, and you should see libkiwi.a, since it's inside of your workspace and drag this into the frameworks folder. Next we need to add a couple of build settings. In user header search paths 
for our testing target, we need to add an entry here. And we're going to add source root slash lib slash kiwi. And we're going to go ahead and make that recursive. Next, we need to open up a new build setting, which is called other linker flags. And for other linker flags, we need to add two flags here, dash objc and dash all underscore load. Now that that's all set up, we should be able to write Kiwi specs. So let's go ahead and do that now. I'm going to delete these first two tests. Then I'm going to create a new file. And I'm just going to create an empty file because I don't want any of the template stuff that it gives us. Next, I want to uncheck our application target and check our test target because this is a test only class that we'll be writing. The name of this is going to be called guess the number specs.m. At this point, we just need to import Kiwi and we can start writing our test. Now, as I said before, Kiwi has a very similar syntax to RSpec. We start off our test with describe, and then pass in a block of what to execute inside of that. We can access a simple test here saying uh, it can be created with uh, an answer. And this test is just going to create uh, guess the number game. And then we just want to check to see if the game is uh, not nil. So we can say game should not be nil. And that really shows the beauty of the expectation syntax for Kiwi. You start off with your receiver, you end it with should or should not, and there's a bunch of matchers for be, be nil, be non-nil, be true, be kind of class, be greater than or equal to, um, or just equal. So we expect this game instance to not be nil. Now part of the magic that you get out of using should and should not is they're extending behavior onto NS object, so basically any object. But in the case of scalar values like int and float and bool, there's no runtime magic applied to those. They're just C data types. And so you have to wrap those with a wrapper called the value. So at this point, we can say game.answer should equal the value 8. Now that's a small price to pay for the syntax benefit that we're going to get out of the error messages. At this point, it's failing for a number of reasons because we don't actually have a guess the number game yet. So let's go ahead and create it. Make sure it's added to the test target as well as the application target. And here in the header, we're going to define our property and that initializer. In the implementation, let's synthesize the property and implement that initializer. At this point, I'm not going to write any code in the method body because I want the test to fail. Back here in our test, 
we just need to import that header file. And now we can run the test with command U. Now at this point it's um, giving me a warning because I named the spec the same name as my test, which was a mistake. I'm just going to append the word specs onto the end of this. Here you can see our test now failed because we didn't set the answer property. So let's go ahead and do that. And while I'm in here, I'm just going to go ahead and create a new tab because I'm going to be switching back and forth between these very frequently. And you can use a shift command left bracket to flip between the two tabs. And now our test succeeds. Next, I want to be able to write a test that uh, uses the same game instance. So let's um, set this up so that we can have some shared setup. We can declare variables right here. The only caveat is we have to declare them with the underscore underscore block prefix. Then I'm going to define a before each block to initialize this. And then we'll just copy the initialization from here. Command U to run the test again. And they pass. Okay, let's create our next test. At this point, I am calling a method that doesn't exist yet and just asserting that it's keeping track of the number of guesses. So let's go ahead and add that. We need a new property. And we need a method called guess. Back in the implementation, let's synthesize it and define that method here. And I'm going to intentionally leave it empty. Back over in the specs file, we hit Command U. And at this point, the build should succeed, but the test fails because it got zero and we expected there to be three guesses. So let's make this test pass by saying number of guesses plus plus. And I've got three more tests that I want to write, and since I have them on the top of my head, I'm just going to write pending on each one of those. And I'm just going to copy this two more times, too high, and correct. So at this point, we need some sort of a guess result to be returned when somebody guesses a number. Something like that. And now, since uh, enumerations can be typecast to integers, we can just wrap these in the value result should equal the value expected. Now that we have that, we just need to define these. We can do that here in the header file. So here we have our enumeration for our guess results, and we're going to make our new guess method return a guess result. Now that we have that, let's just go ahead and return guess result to low.
And we need to make sure that our pending goes changes to an it, so it'll actually run that. And we can now do command U. And our test succeeds. So let's go ahead and write the same test for the case where it is too high. Of course, this one is going to fail because we hard-coded the response to be too low. So let's go ahead and change this to some real implementation. If the number is less than our answer, then we're going to return guess result too low. Otherwise, if the number is greater than self, that answer will return too high. And I'm just going to return zero because we haven't written a test for the correct answer case yet. So let's go ahead and make sure this one passes. And it does. And now we can go on to making this a valid test. And expect that it gives us the correct answer. Okay, and the last bit of implementation that we need to do is return guess result correct answer. And here we go, our test succeeded. So hopefully this gave you a good example of why I like Kiwi style testing much better than SendTestKit. It allows me to keep things nested in it blocks and describe blocks. You can have nested contacts if you want to have some shared setup in a before each block that only runs for that specific context. And you just ultimately have a lot more flexibility with Kiwi. Now there's a whole lot I haven't shown you yet. So take a look at the website. It's got a pretty good wiki. And the documentation page here uh, shows information on the expectations and the mocks and stubs, which is something you're inevitably going to have to uh, visit if you're going to do any type of serious unit testing. And that's it for this week. I'll see you again in a week.